Welcome back to another episode of 10 Minute Miracles with Read the Right Way. Each week, the English department will be sharing their top tips for demonstrating key GCSE skills. So get ready to transform your listening into learning. Hello and welcome back to another 10 Minute Miracle brought to you by Read the Right Way with me, Miss Skiro. And me, Miss Lucas. Today, we're going to be discussing insightful interpretation and giving you a checklist of things to consider when analysing language or structure. So, what does it mean to be insightful? It's when you have the ability to look inside something, a painting, a discussion, a situation, and for English students, a text. By finding what others aren't seeing, you are being insightful. What English teachers want from students is insightful analysis. This is thinking that sees beyond the obvious and expresses an original thought. This also means identifying the surface layer of meaning, but then also going beyond that to express an original or an alternative interpretation. It would also be a good idea to listen to our previous podcast on implicit versus explicit information and use this as a starting point because a lot of insightful analysis comes from inference. So, Miss Lucas, when will I need to be insightful? Great question, Miss Skiro. Well, insightful analysis is firstly incredibly important for your literature exams. Showing a detailed and original understanding of your studied text will set you apart from other candidates. In your language GCSEs, you have questions on paper one and paper two that require insightful analysis of both language and structure. You are under more time pressure here, so it's important that you offer your best analysis first. So, there are a few ways to develop your analysis into an insightful understanding of a text. One of my favourite ways to do this is the WET RATS acronym. It doesn't sound very appealing, but it's a really good way to remember everything you'll need in an exam to provide insightful analysis. So, let's talk through what each letter stands for. So, we have words, effects, techniques, reader reaction, author intention, theme slash time and structure. So let's start with words. When looking at a specific word within a quotation, this will ensure that you're being really precise with the quotations that you use. And in your literature exam, you actually gain marks for more precise and a judicious choice of quotation. This will allow you then to explore the connotations and deeper meanings of those words. Next, we have the effects. This means that you consider the effects these words have on the reader or on the text as a whole. Without this step, you will not be analysing. Then we have techniques. This means making specific reference to the methods the writer has used. This will show a more insightful understanding of the writer's craft. By writer's craft, I mean showing an understanding of how the text has been put together and the choices the writer has made. Next, we have reader reaction. So this is similar to effects, but it means considering the effect on the reader. What emotions may those words create? This could be applied to the audience of a play too. Then we have author intention. This next step not only leads to insightful analysis, but also improves your critical style. When you can comment on the writer's intention and why they chose a certain word or technique, your analysis sounds far more sophisticated straight away. Then we have themes or time. 
Linking to wider themes of the text will help you show a broad understanding and offer more insightful analysis. By linking to the time in which the text was written, you will use the context of the text to inform your analysis. This is far better than bolting context onto the end of a paragraph in your literature exam. And finally, we have the structure. When you can examine the structure of a text, paragraph or sentence, it can be used to reinforce what you have already said about the language. More sophisticated answers will do this. Often you will find that the word choice of an author is emphasised by the type of sentence they have used. So by using structure to help analyse the language and meaning of a text, you're going to provide far more insightful analysis. That sounds great. I also have an acronym that I use called ASSET. This is a little bit more general compared to Mosquero's, but I do recommend using bits from both. An asset is something of great value, so just think to yourself that you must find great value in the text or quotation that you are interpreting. So, asset stands for alternative synonyms, situations, senses, emotions and techniques. So, alternative synonyms. Looking for alternative synonyms will help you in making points and developing your analysis. For instance, if you are interpreting the way the writer has described a house as spooky, you may want to enhance this to disturbing or unearthly. Not only are these insightful interpretations, but they are much more critical and sophisticated for your overall points. Situations. Are there any other moments or events that your textual reference links to elsewhere in the text or anything that goes beyond the text? If you are making an interpretation about a quotation at the beginning of Romeo and Juliet, for example, you may then consider how this quotation parallels or foreshadows the untimely death of the two teenage protagonists. This is what linking to other situations means, and you can see how much deeper and more meaningful your interpretation has become. Senses. How does the evidence that you're analysing appeal to the senses of you, or the reader, or maybe even the writer? Usually, literature especially, is intended to create a sensory experience, but you must consider what kind of senses are to be evoked. This will amplify your analysis and give your interpretation a sympathetic tone. Emotions. How does the evidence you are analysing appeal to your emotions, the writer's emotions and the possible emotions of the reader? The effect on the reader can be positive, negative or anywhere in between. As long as you are identifying an emotional effect of some kind, this will enhance your interpretation. Finally, techniques. How can a technique or piece of terminology be applied and why might it have been used? This creates a much more advanced piece of analysis and you will see your interpretation grow once you think about the possible effects of such devices. That brings us to the end of this 10-minute miracle podcast on insightful interpretation. We hope you join us again to transform your listening into learning.